Heat in the Kitchen. Episode 21. What's up, Corey? Ooh, I like these microphones. They're nice, yeah. Let's just hope Ronnie isn't completely heated that we moved his room mics. So he can, uh, he can join Heat in the Kitchen at some point. It's kind of like awkward not being able to see ourselves on camera. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, welcome to Heat in the Kitchen. Is it, you said it's episode 21? 21, yeah. That's crazy, right? I mean, I wish it was more consistent over the, It's a weird year to have started a podcast. Hey, so today is actually the one-year anniversary of uh, like a lot of the shutdown stuff. So it's the one-year anniversary of like when schools officially closed. Um, for me, it's the one-year anniversary of like that meeting I always talk about having with my staff where I first like, addressed with them all, all like sort of worst-case scenarios uh, as to like how things were going to go down. So to me, it's, it's like just another one of the measuring sticks, you know, as to how long this thing has lasted and how crazy it's been. Um, for anybody who's, who's watching this uh, on Facebook Live or anybody that, that goes ahead and listens to this uh, through, uh, you know, whatever you use for podcasts, Apple, I don't know, whatever else there is. Yeah, I um, think everybody uses Apple, right? Is that, I don't I'm know. Assuming. I mean, Apple That's the one I always link to. I'm like, yeah, everybody probably has an iPhone. Yeah, I guess I assume. Or Spotify, I guess. I yeah, but know. that's a bias, right? Um, but anyway, the uh, for anybody, we are in the new st- we're in the new studio that's now in the basement of Simca, um, which is kind of dope. Um, kind of dope. You're like, oh yeah, I built the studio, sent me a picture, and then I come in here, and it's like, <laughs> holy shit! No, it's a studio. That's my that's my dog. Uh, Ronnie built this. Um, this is all his equipment. He's the musician in the group. Um, but I did start writing again, which is cool. I'm excited about that. I, I need some place to put my energies other than Facebook. We need a uh, heat in the kitchen intros again. Yeah, we'll get back to that eventually. Uh, you just got to not put me on the spot, dog. Like, I just don't want to... What? Freestyle. Nah. Um, kick so anyway, it old school. Yeah, kick it old school. Um, so anyway, so, you know... One year. So what's the, what's, year. The deal, what's the deal with the restaurant industry? Um, you know, I, everybody I talk to is super optimistic right now. I think that's a lot of us just being like, look, if we're still here, that means we survived to some degree, right? Although I don't, I mean, it's not, it's not over. So like last, the last couple of weeks, it's been feeling like Simca was picking up. There, there's definitely an energy about it, but then, you know, it can dip. Like all of a sudden it just dips a little. So I think outdoor dining is going to be big this year. Um, yeah. What's the plan? I was going to say, you're going to do the bear garden again. Um, like outside at Simca? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit less permanent, honestly. So like just trying to keep it cool with some of the neighbors. Uh, my poor landlord has to like negotiate like all the, you know, all the tenants and it's crazy. It's like. Not everybody Don't you thinks, want traffic? <laughs> well, I agree, but but like that's the thing is like I think big, and then there's a lot of people that think really small. Yeah. So like, legitimately, their hang up, I'm not even making this up, is losing the front parking spots. Like they concern themselves with like oh two or three God. parking spots, which to me it's like, listen, you could park a community college out there. Exactly. Like it, yeah, there's like 450 spots. If somebody said for anybody that's never been to Simca uh, or Ala Ash, like we're in a plaza with with 17 storefronts and. There were 450 parking spots. Like this lot, it looks busy when the sp- when the lot is 20 percent full. Um, you can't fill this lot. It's actually like the, the reason why I saw. And you it. take up like 10 spots, not even. Right, not even. And so, uh, no, it's like six spots. But <laughs> but the problem is, it's like right. So, you know, the, the coolest tenant about it, honestly, is the one guy who like, yeah, it sucks for him because his business is right between my two restaurants. So I can understand where like, for him. That would mean like his customers coming to get their haircut would have to like legitimately like walk all the yeah, way around. Yeah. But honestly, you know, somebody probably here. Some, probably some uh, old heads. Yeah, they're definitely all old heads. But so this one guy here in town put it really well to me. He's like, front rows are like important until they're not there. And then there's a different row that's the front row. Like at the end of the day, if you had to park 20 feet away in, or, in order to walk around like our, our dining area, 
it really wouldn't be that big a deal at all. No. But and, and the thing that frustrates me, obviously, is that, like I understand where that where that's tough on these guys. But at the same time, it's like not nearly as tough as what I'm going through. Um, but whatever, we we pieced it out. Like we made it work. Um, our dining area is gonna be like so. Instead of like, we're just gonna have the corners there. We're gonna leave the whole middle open so he can have his parking during the day, and then we're gonna close that up at night. It's not gonna look as cool. But I did this year. I got like a bunch of propane heaters. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Um, from uh, so like. Uh, over by you guys, actually in Norwood, uh, Norwood bottled gas right there on Route One. We use them for everything with the food trucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been there with you. Yeah, and Ben's just the man, and uh, and so he's he's got he's setting me up with three heaters that should cover like more than the square footage. So you're gonna start this up soon. Yeah, by the by the end of this month. So we nice we actually out, did our we actually did our outdoor dining on Friday, uh, Thursday night for the first time. Oh no shit. And and again, this is why my industry like this is why people like me who have made the choice not to come indoors need this is because. Yeah. Oh, man, God. we did we did four hundred percent of what we've been averaging on Thursday. Oh, yeah. And it was just one Thursday, and it was right. just one Thursday at sixty degrees. It right. wasn't even like, and it's just like, oh, we had twenty percent booze sales. Like, yeah, we need that, man. Like, right. you know. And so, um, and and you know, not to pat myself on the shoulder or on the back more than I already do, but I didn't have an extra staff person on for that. Like, the truth is, like, th- these people are being paid anyway. Right. So, like, we do need the revenue, like, yeah, eventually. Course, yeah. Right? I mean, like, my You can't just keep paying people forever and not have any revenue coming in. Right. I mean, that's exactly it. It's like, eventually, there stops being blood from the stone. Although, I will say, I mean, the government, honestly, has done a better job than people say they have. Like, they've, there's a lot of stuff that a lot of small business owners don't understand about some of the things that the CARES Act have created. So, like, the CARES Act does... Um, it actually doesn't just give you PPP. It then, in addition, like gives you some tax credits that you can use. Um, so, uh, hold on, Ronnie's asking me now. He's getting back. It's all good. Is he recording boxes now? We're in here. We're recording. I think. Um, no, I mean, well, the government's gonna help out somewhat, obviously, but like, there's no one that's gonna survive solely based on the government giving them checks. You know, the, you get, you got to survive and adapt, right? You, it's not like you're going to be um, all of a sudden like, oh, run a smart business because the government gave you some money to keep you afloat. You know what I mean? You have to be adaptable. Um, yeah, I think that's very true. But I do think at the same time, like, don't underestimate the power of capital. Well, so, obviously, yeah, you um, need cash. Right. At the end of the day, you need cash. And the government, I think, has done a decent job being able to get that to people. Um, and, you know, by the way, like not in a non-partisan way. I mean, I know that it's par- crazy partisan, the stuff that's happening when they're negotiating I mean, the bill. Even, the but I'm just thing, trying to make the point, because let's not go, do that I'm not, not going to do it. I'm not going to do but, it, but I'm But just all I was, I'm doing the opposite of what you do. I'm not going to dive into that shit. I'm, I'm literally say, just no saying, I'm literally just saying that both administrations, two different administrations had to put this out, and both of them got the money to the people. That's all I'm saying. I, I'm going to say the opposite. They both didn't get the money to the people. But so I'm talking about businesses. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, the reality is that, like, one thing that you just, like, unless you go case by case and ask individual business owners, yo, did you get PPP? I don't know a small business owner that says no. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm not talking about PPP. So, yeah. I'm talking about individuals. Yeah, but to be honest with you, like, I don't think that the individuals need the money. I mean, I'm not saying no individuals need the money. I'm saying most individuals. Well, you kept your, you kept your uh, wait staff on. Correct. You know what I mean? Uh, how, many, how many restaurants have, you know, all those waiters and waitresses in the world. Yep. So let me be clear, though, because, again, I, I, I want to be very clear. Those I, those I don't begrudge those people a penny of the stimulus money. That's fine. And obviously, anybody that's, that's hurting financially that took a loss on this on a personal level, like, yes, bartenders, servers, right. absolutely need that stimulus money, and it's super impactful for them. My point here is that 
we we blindly gave it to everyone and a lot of those servers and bartenders um you know if you went on i guess like i i, I just think like there's a, we we also doubled the we added six hundred dollars to unemployment so like in a way if the only people that are hurt are the people who saw their income decrease but didn't get unemployment if you got unemployment so the math says but, you should have come out ahead last year. Yeah, but I think unemployment. I think a lot of the issue is like, you know, if if your restaurants open twenty five percent capacity or whatever. Yep. Like no one, no one's coming into your restaurant. You can't file an employment. I'm still, I'm still waiting tables, but I'm waiting, you know, four tables a night now instead right. of instead of twenty. No, so, so you know what I mean. So like, I can't, I can't catch unemployment. So on those that, are the people. But my income is. So those are exactly who I'm saying the stimulus was needed for. Like I'm not saying that no individual needed money. I think. Right. There's a certain percentage of the public that needed to get this money. I'm just saying that, like, I know a lot of people personally who, like, look, at the end of the day, dining dollars are down last year. Um, retail dollars are down last year. Um, the, almost every sector that depends on their local economy is down last year. And we pumped a ton of stimulus money into the economy. So, like, at the end of the day, you know, it's just unfortunate. And, and I don't need to go on a diatribe about people. Um, and their buying habits, but like, I just wish to God. So they, you know, I always say like to people, oh, you know, when I'm frustrated, I'll be like, oh, they, um, they only made one me. Like, that's the thing is like, I really do what I say I'm gonna do. I wish other people were like that. Like these people, and maybe, I don't know if it's because people are dumb or because they don't care. Maybe it's just they're inherently selfish. But how many people say like things like support local, support local, support local. But like, the truth is like, they haven't left their house in three days except to go to the front porch. crap actually and Sharon for uh you know I think you've known me a long time at the end of the day sometimes I'm talking and I'm, I'm saying it for everybody and we all know that I'm keeping it real but there's a lot of people in the room that won't say it so like there's a lot of business owners that that feel the same way I feel but they don't say it right. and I get I get memes from them I get texts from people we talk um but I'm the one that says it publicly and then I take a little heat for it especially in Sharon where you know it's funny because people will did I tell you I got the COVID here, this COVID hero among us from the Deposit River Valley Chamber of Commerce? No, you didn't. You know, they literally actually just brought the award two days ago. They gave it to me like in December or something, but they just brought it and it's actually like a citation from the state senate, all this. And um, there's so many people that are that's like, That's your boy Ted, isn't it? He, huh? he, that's your boy Ted? No, he's a rep state he, senate? representative. He's not a state senator. Uh, uh, I had nothing to do with Ted. Um, all right, I was jo joking. Yeah. No, I know, but uh, there's no corruption there. Uh, no, it has nothing to do with Ted. <laughs> well, did they come with uh, the cash awards? No, I think Ted does corruption. is what what he should be doing for for the populace, and and I I always applaud him for that. And if I could ever help, I would. Um, what what I think is anyway the point that I'm trying to get to is like people will say like oh Hav like it's amazing how much you do for the community oh we appreciate it so much and like I really really do you yeah. know like I really really do yeah. Um, you know, I, and by the way, I do, and I don't want to be that guy being like, oh, if you only knew how much I really do. I'm saying, like, people see, like, this tip <laughs> of the iceberg, and then they go, like, wow, it's amazing how much you do. They don't know that, like, everything I actually do. And then they feed me, like, lines and excuses about how, like, they don't, well, I, they got kids. So do I. I got two of them. Um, and, and, and I'm not, like, some uninvolved father. I drop off and pick up. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, 
Um, Avi, so, you keep it moving. Anybody who knows yeah. you knows you keep it moving. Yeah, but the thing is, like, well, I don't well, know. If they well, really the, know. The, they don't know you though. That's exactly it. Is you know that they mean? don't really know me. So like now, you know, I'm running for school committee. Yeah, so, I like, know. I'm running for school. I left at that last. And time. there's a lot of people that are like, oh, and then since like, then you built a studio in your basement. Exactly. It's not right, it rhymes again. And then there are people that are like, oh, you're not going to be able to do that. Listen, they only built one me. Like you wouldn't be able to do it. I can do it. Like yeah. this is who I am and what I do. And anyway, my point is that like, so they go, oh, Avi, it's amazing how much you do for a community. It's amazing how much you do for your community. We love it. Until I tell them that something's hurting, like the business community, then all of a sudden I'm the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Like so, so for example, in Sharon, and it's happened everywhere. I've seen it. I got I got buddies that have places in the city. Um, there's a lot of people, and I want to be really clear. Okay, if you are an industry, a food industry or beverage industry professional, and you're just making a pivot, listen, you're a hustler. I got your back. That's dope. If you're doing pop ups, if you're doing, uh, if you're just like creating your new brand, you're launching it. I rock with that. 100. percent Like at the end of the day. I always tell anybody that works for me, when they go to try to start their own thing, I always say, I'm the last person on earth that can tell somebody not to chase their dreams, right? I do it whenever I feel like it. So I would never tell somebody- You chase things that aren't even in your dreams sometimes. Exactly. I don't own people. So like, and no business owner, by the way, owns people, and they should know that. Because like at the end of the day, like, don't take my recipes with me. Don't, don't try to grow off of my back. Like, go out there. But you can absolutely say that you did what you did. Like, if you want to go start a pop-up series, you want to be like, oh, formerly I was the sous chef at some... You should do that. Like, yeah. you should. You earn that. That's you. Right. Um, if you want to go start your own your own thing, like, honestly, don't burn the bridge. Like, do it the right way. Reach out to me, though, because there's a lot I can do for you. Yeah, right. Um, but... So, so I want to be clear because when I say when I criticize like some of the stuff that's been popping up, I, I never want somebody who's like an industry professional and this is what they do and now they've decided to go out on their own thinking that I'm I'm mad at them. Like no, at the end of the day, like if you like Kate Holacek, uh, who used to she was at Simcoe when we first opened, she's done a ton of stuff through the industry. Um, we don't agree on everything, we don't see eye to eye on everything uh, by far, um, and and I think we move differently. But but she just like started a donut concept, and I think that's like that's go. Go do you. Like, I, I actually bought some of the donuts. She was cool enough to send some to my staff. Like, uh, you should go start your own business. I told her that back when she was rocking with Simca. Like, right. you should go start your own business because if you believe that you're the best person in the room for the job, then you should go chase it. And I'm proof positive that that sometimes can work. Uh, my boy Falco, like, um, he used to work at the smoke shop when I first met him. Like, he's making his own hot sauces now and he's getting them out there. Like, that's dope. Like, that's somebody who really does well, it. Well, everybody like, wants to, you want to be your own boss. Of course. Right? Well, yeah, most people, not everybody. No, to be no honest. not everybody. And, right. and I think some days, like, I wish that I wasn't. I mean, some days I think, like, I could be really happy not being. But remember when you used to work for somebody? Who was the person telling you, go work for you? Yeah. Me. No, so, like, I do believe in that. Um, and I believe in people like that. Like, Falco, go get yours. Like, you sh you're you making dope product and you should put it out. Those are not the people I'm criticizing. I'm criticizing the, like, the people who are not starting it for a business reason. They're not hustling because they need to pay the, their bills and they need to feed their family. They're just like, they got this like, they got this sort of like dream and they're deciding to go launch it. And, and I'm not saying never do it. Adley and Adina. Those are 15 that Simca could have gotten eight of, right? And so when Simca does numbers like that, we should never do, like ever. In a way that only that you know only I can be. 
What sucks about that is that you've, you've taken David and you've made him appear to be Goliath. So if I then try to crush you the way that you're trying to come at me, I look like a monster. It'll actually affect, like all of a sudden, I'm not the guy that gave 300, that, that provided food at cost to families for three, 300 families a week for like 16 weeks. I'm not the guy that fed all the children that our school system failed uh, here in town. I'm not the guy that delivered more than 3,000 boxes of groceries and cleaning supplies to families. kids' mouths. I owe it to my family and my team, my real community. I owe it to them to be the one to stand up. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot of things. Well, I, I, I don't, I don't kind of understand, though. What's the criticism coming from? Like, people are... So businesses when I claim that they should have to play by the same rules as me. So, for example, like in Sharon, there was a woman selling some uh, food product. Savory Meat and cheese food product. I want to be clear about what I'm talking about because I, I say things and then people think like You're talking pe about somebody else. people spin it. Like yeah, there, yeah. there's this woman in Sharon, by the way, she makes cocoa bombs and she makes dope cocoa bombs Ooh. and like yeah, and she does a really nice job at it, man. And people love her. Um, and like I said something about about people that weren't licensed in town. To be clear, I, I mean I'll say it. I was speaking specifically about somebody who was selling empanadas from their house, bro. And the thing is, you can't get a food license to sell empanadas from your house. That's not even a thing. You legally cannot do it. You yeah. can't. There's lots of reasons. That person obviously didn't know because they're not in the world I live in. I carry plenty of certifications. I, I really, really do this. So I knew how wrong that was. And it got spun like the poor woman who, um, the whore, the, the, whoa, that was, a, that was not an intentional. I was like the whole woman and I, I said something funny there. Uh, the whole, the, the, the whole um, thing about it. Empanada? The whole, yeah, but that's not, the whole thing about it is the poor woman who's making the cocoa bombs then comes to see me and she's like, hey, she's like, I, um, Sorry, I was like checking my phone. Ronnie still texts me about these mics. I'm like, the poor woman who's making the, the cocoa bombs thinks that like I came at her and like then we have to hash it out. But like I didn't come at her. Um, that's not my beef. Like my beef is is with people that are doing things that are unsafe and illegal. Uh somebody's commented something. I got you. Oh, it's my sister. <laughs> you keep cutting out. Uh Sorry, Ro. Sorry about that, Ronnie. The internet's a little rough in our basement here. I know, we need but the connection here. The good news is that when you go watch this, like, actually where podcasts are you, or YouTube, you'll be able to see the whole thing. So anyway, so my point is, like, that's, that's definitely a frustration during this pandemic. Yeah. Um, and as we sit here on the one-year anniversary, it's like, people are going to say, like, oh, man, he overcame this, and he overcame that, and he overcame this. I want it to be clear, I overcame that, too. Yeah. Like, that's not, you were not no, a hurdle. to, I, you I were think, a hurdle. There, <laughs> there's got to be people, though, that are starting shit because, you know... They don't have any other choices. Which I rock with, 100%. But, but I want to be clear. I mean, you still have to be talking right about way. those people. But yeah, right. yeah, you still have to do it the right sell, way. Sell stuff from your house. Right, you still have to do it the right way. And not for nothing, you know, again, like you said, they don't know me. So they don't know. Like, I'm the kind of person, like, I don't just say it. I do the homework. Like, I don't come, because, like, again, like, fair is fair. Like, at the end of the day, I, so my bar, when I took over the barbecue spot, I took over a lease that had, do you know what a lease, what a lease exclusion? is so like no. commercial leases restaurant leases in particular have like a whole list of stuff that you cannot serve because like that no one else in in, in the, the plaza or whatever can serve yeah so when i opened simca like we there's put, already a barbecue joint you can't have a barbecue joint. exactly so when i opened simca like i didn't put any lease exclusions out there um when i opened alash i took over a lease that had like 
four pages of lease exclusions. Like, this is how corny it was, Corey. You, when Simca wanted to make shakshuka, I had to get permission to use eggs because there were eggs as a lease exclusion from the person next door to me. So Ugh. when I got that lease, what do you think I did with it? I ripped up the whole four pages. I said to my landlord, like, I'm good. If they want to set up Simca next to me, they can set up Simca next to me and let's go. We'll, we'll go. Now, now, now we're in the middle of a pandemic now, okay? So now all of a sudden, like, you want to open a place and you want to sell what I sell or you want to try to capitalize off of what I do. And to me, normally I would just like, let's just put the track shoes on and let's run the race and let's see how it goes. In the middle of a pandemic, my hands are tied. I don't like that. And, and I especially don't like somebody with, with much less infrastructure than me setting up right next to me. I'm the guy who, I think I said it in print, honestly, when, uh, when food trucks were first new in Boston and brick and mortars hated us. I did the math and I found out that like Union, uh, Union Oyster House was paying $36,000 a year in uh, real estate taxes. I was like, all right, they're right. I'm like, they're right. Like, I'm, I'm, they're right. We're, I'm sitting across the street from them. I'm paying the city 50 bucks. Yeah. That's not right. Like, that isn't right. right. Um, there needed to be a way to sort that out because I shouldn't be able to, they shouldn't be paying the city $36,000 a year for the right to sit there contributing to the city's bills. And then I can just roll up. I'm a Canton-based business, the Joey Chickpea. So, like, right. believe it or not, even the meals taxes that we collect are going to Canton, not to Boston. So Really? Well, so it's a state thing, but the... the a lot of people don't know how it works. The local, the 0.75. See how you pay 7% most places? Yeah, yeah. So 6.25 goes to the state. Yeah. 0.75 goes to the local municipality. So when you buy a sandwich in Norwood, yeah. uh, when you buy a sandwich in Norwood, like you're contributing back to your community. Uh, it, when somebody in Sharon buys something in Sharon that's taxable, so again, your groceries don't really matter, but like when you buy something that's taxable, the 0.75% of your yeah, purchase yeah. goes to Sharon. So I did the math, for example, like there's a new liquor store in Sharon. If all the purchasing, if $600,000, let's just say, moved over from Cobb's Corner, which is paying Canton, to the Sharon Shaw's Plaza. Yeah. That's two teacher salaries. So, like, a year. Right. Um, so, you know, in a town where, we, like, Sharon's school committee just cut a couple positions. Um, they, just, they just had some issues with their budget. So, because we don't have any commercial base. So, like, there's always an issue with the budget. In fairness. Right, 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 right. Now, if you could just move that purchasing. So, if I'm Union Oyster House, I'm going, well, like, he's got a line of 100 people deep. And every one of them is giving 0.75% back to Canton, Massachusetts. Right. Uh, when o when, when, you know, when they're in their, well, maybe not Boston residents, but a good percentage of them are Boston residents, probably. Right. And even if they're not, they're using the infrastructure yeah, of in Boston. Boston. Like, right. I'm sitting right on Boston land. So, right. you know, I do think that that's unfair. And so that just ties back to the whole local business thing is my point is that, like, so if somebody's setting up in their house, are they paying all that? Like, if they're not even in compliance with health code, they're definitely not in compliance with the Department of Revenue. Like, they're not... So, oh, yeah. So, no, like, well, health code, I mean, whatever. So Department is, of Revenue, they, they can do... Especially during the pandemic, I'm sure there's probably times you can't get a permit. There's probably all sorts, a million different little things. But health code, obviously, for a restaurant, would be number one, the number one issue. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, no, listen, obviously, that's an important issue to me. But, but I'm just saying that, like, it is actually... Both of those things matter. And people act like... It, aren't people funny, man? They talk about, like... People talk about like taxes, like they're not us all in it together. Yeah. So people brag to you about like how they saved on their taxes, right? Like, oh, I was able to write this off, I was able to write that off. But it's like, bro, like you just took money out of the, com the communal pool that we're in. Yeah. And I, I'm not somebody who says like, oh, you have to pay, oh, you should go do this, you should do that. I don't care what you do. I'm just saying when, when you compare, when you use the phrase local business, you, should, you better mean a business. Yeah, yeah. No, like it's not the same thing as a local artisan. It's just not. And and there are people that really are businesses. Like I know a woman, again, I, I mean, I know I'm keeping it hyper locally, but I know a woman, Sharon, who like legit started a, a business business. Like this woman like went, she's like, 
she's she went through like crazy licensing all that costs money yeah and um and then time effort right? energy so like, so like that woman is a business person that woman's got a business that is a local business it is it just is you can call you can say what you want to say that's a local business if if that woman had not gone that route and instead just tried to sell it like on the internet like on the low on facebook that that's not a local business then so it isn't the same thing um you know again i get that people get pers take this shit personal because because it is personal, right? Like, I get it. If I'm saying you did this and you were wrong, that is personal. No different than, like, when somebody says, Avi Shemtov can't cook or his food sucks. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to take that personal. Right. Um, but sometimes it's true, and you got to own that. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like, we screw people's stuff up. When someone says that, I got to own that. I can't just get mad and angry at them. So it's funny. I, like, here and Sharon, like, there's a lot of people that really, really support me. And then there are a few people. Like, I see them. Like, I see them. There are a few people out there. There's one woman in town that openly wished on a Facebook thread that people would stop. I've never got into like my Northeastern expulsion on this podcast. Um, and we don't have to get into the whole story, but, but there was a kid as part of this Northeastern expulsion. So I got expelled from Northeastern. I'm for anybody that doesn't, isn't already aware of that. That's where Corey and I met. And I got expelled from Northeastern. Uh, I was 18 years old. I was All right, just you don't need to doing stupid shit. What? Why? I mean, no, I'm saying it's, it really wasn't even that dumb. <laughs> I mean, no, it was really dumb, but, but again, my point is I just want to set the stage I mean, for a million for college the, kids get in a fight. Sure. I just want to set the stage for like this, this the story that I'm that, that I'm trying the point that I'm trying to make, which is so this one kid like it ended very badly for him and and it, and for whatever it was worth without getting into all of it like I took responsibility for my end in it but this this kid like he it didn't go well for him he said he was gonna hurt me and it didn't go well for him and five or six years later I was twenty three years old so probably five years later my then girlfriend now wife and I were leaving a, uh, a bar in, like on a, on a weeknight. Like we'd had a beer, we were watching trivia or whatever. This guy like followed us with a car. And I could just tell something was up. He got out of the car, we ended up, I, I could tell I knew him, but I didn't know him from where. I took up my phone to call the police. He got back in his car, he left. I didn't get a plate or anything. And then like, no bullshit, five days later, I was at uh, the Red Sox-Yankees game. And it was the weirdest thing, because like, there was a rain delay in the ninth inning, which never happens, right? So there's a rain delay, and now I'm down, um, I'm down in like the the like concourse. underneath like the concourse at Fenway. I come out of the bathroom, phone rings, I had a flip phone, a razor. Razor pops open, so I pop it open. Someone bumps me, hits the ground. I go to pick it up, and someone crushes it with their foot. So I'm thinking like, this is a drunk Yankee fan. I'm gonna look up. This is stupid. I look up. First thing that sticks out to me is dude's wearing a Red Sox hat. I just look at him. He goes, "Payback's a bitch." That's what he said to me. So I followed this him. A movie. So I followed him. I grabbed him. <laughs> Security came over. They grabbed both of us i mean i didn't attack him i was just trying to not let him go security grabbed both of us they they told me they'd seen the whole thing i was in the right i was good they called the police over the police come they, they arrest this guy when i see his name i'm like boom that's the guy from northeastern so i tell all that story to say this like psychologist once told me life is like you got to think of life like it's this big pond or lake we're all skipping rocks across it and every single time you skip a rock it creates a little puddle and some the little ones you get to see them close but yeah. the big ones you don't see them close they're closing though and they're gonna someday and you don't know where so the point he was trying to make to 18-year-old me was stop skipping rocks because unless you're willing to live your whole life wondering how they close. Yeah, right. And that was such like a crazy moment for me when this guy had it because I'm like, wow, here we are five years later. I had completely grown up, changed my way. Like I, I didn't try to hurt him or anything. He had not grown up. 
And so my point is that one thing I have learned over time is the more that I grow and the more that I progress and the more that I change, there's still people out there that never do. So these people like that is fucked up to wish that on uh, on my oh businesses. My but that person also has no friends. Like everyone hates them. Like if you asked about them around where they live, everyone will say mean things about them because what do you think? Like I'm the one person that you had conflict with, you know, like in my well, life. It's not only that. All right. So like trying to boycott your business or sure. organize to boycott your business, that's fucked up. But like these people, they don't stop at shit like that though. They, you know, next they might fucking post your address. You know what I mean? Like, that's not out of the realm of possibility. That's what, you know, people are fucked up, bro. You know what I mean? Like, they be like, attack this guy, whatever. Start a full court press and uh, I'm the wrong media. One. You know what I mean? Like, if that guy had, if that if they were a little bit more powerful, maybe they have a, a you know, someone in the fucking Sharon newspaper. Fucking, you know what I mean? Like. Oh, no. It's a slippery please. slope. Oh, no. Please don't put me in the Sharon newspaper. Um, I mean, here's the thing, though, Corey. So, no, like, but, but you could say something benign on here. And then they call up, hey, uh, you're, you're comfortable uh, associating yourself with Abhi Shemtov? You know what I mean? Because they're, they're, they're trying to cancel no, you. No, I understand. Boycott you. I understand. You know I, mean? I, like, I mean, I hope it didn't get that serious, to be honest with no, you. No, but, but it, not yet. You sure. know, who knows, though? You know what I mean? Like, they're already trying to, they're already trying to stop. I mean, listen, if I you. ever did something that deserved that, I would, I would totally be comfortable going, like, that's me. I should probably step out. I will say this. But my point, because the point that I'm trying to make, like, for example, like, you knew me. You've known me through a lot of stages of my life. There was a time where, like, every time I was in a conflict, right, I don't think I was necessarily always wrong. But the, the fact that was undeniable was that every time we ever went anywhere, there was a conflict, and it always involved me. So, like, okay, you got to look around, Av, and you got to look at the yeah. group and be like, why isn't Corey always beefing? Why isn't Gern always beefing? Yeah. Why isn't Coco always beefing? Oh, wait, it's just Avi? And it's always, like, there was a time in our life where if someone said, yo, so then we were at this party and this argument broke out, name the person. No one in the whole building wouldn't have guessed me, right? Uh, so I know. So I love you, though. I appreciate that, but I've changed a lot in my life to where I'm not like that. Like, in my life now, like, I literally never find myself having a conflict that can't get worked through with any person that's sane. Yeah. So even, and by the way, I'm talking well, about I think people, it's more about There are people escalation. I really don't like. There are you people I, mean? I really don't like, and I work them out. There's a local business owner around who, like, we butt heads. Like, I don't dig him, and I know he doesn't like me. But every time there's kind of like a little thing, like he is a good human being and he is a reasonable person. Yeah, well, that's a difference. We can just talk it out. Right. We just talk it out. He sees, he, he hears me, I hear him. It doesn't always sound pretty. Right. Um, you know, I get. Um, but, but it can be worked out. Whereas like these other people where I'm like, look, like I try to explain myself. They say crazy person stuff. I go, all right, I'll talk to you. You yeah. know, like I'm not going to do this with you. Like, right, you know, right. you're a psychopath, I have no interest in having a conversation well, with you. Well, I bet on uh, Facebook it gets slippery too. So that's the thing. I, I just stay off of that. Like, yeah, you go. Because, well, I mean, I stay, I'm active on Facebook, yeah, but I, I stay out of the comp. Like, as but soon as somebody. Yeah, you can't keep the chain going. As It'll soon as somebody forever. comes at me, I'm just like, all right, we're not going to do this here. Right. Um, I usually put my phone, you know what I do? And it just stops the whole thing. I just put my phone number right up. I mean, my phone number is so public. I just put, I'm like, yo, this is my <laughs> cell phone number, and uh, call me if you want to talk. Like, right there in public. You think they ever call? They never call. No, of course. Because, like, they're shook. And a few people do. And the moment that I see the phone ring, you know what I think to myself? We're going to work this out. Yeah. Because the fact that you had the guts, like, you were willing to have the conversation already tells me you're a reasonable person. Right. You saw this and you thought, let's hash this out. Yeah. I've had people um, come to see me. Like, actually show up at my place of business to see me off of something that we went back and forth with on social media. It never goes sideways. Because the fact that they came there, they didn't come there because they're crazy and they want to fight me. They came there because they realized two human beings in person tone and everything can be heard the conversation can be had right. on facebook like i could text i mean i could text you today yo cory blah, blah blah you could misunderstand me but yeah. if we're talking it's like all right you'll know exactly where i'm coming from right right, um, right. 
You know, so again, like when that woman, for example, with the Coco Bombs came to see me, I have no animosity towards her. Like there was no, I have no beef with her. I absolutely like want to support her business. I think it's cool that people love what she does. I think it's cool that she does, that, that, that she loves what she does. And she has, she's permitted like, and what she does, even if she wasn't permitted to be clear, and I know this is a line that people probably think is weird for me to draw, what she's doing could be permitted. So thereby, like, yeah, her not getting a permit or getting a permit is a, is a bureaucratic thing, which right, isn't right, for right. me. I don't care. If you're doing something they don't permit, that means you're doing something wrong. Right. You know? So, well, like... I mean, not necessarily. Well, in the business sense, like what you're talking about, but I mean, there's a million you know, businesses that don't need permits. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying if you... Yes, my point is if you're doing something they specifically refuse to permit... Oh, oh, I got you. Then, yeah, yeah. Right, then you are doing something that, that someone has thought about and said, let's not allow that to happen. Yeah, right, you right, know? right, like, right, right. Because, yeah, like I mean... cooking food and selling it on the street. Right, like you can't house, do that. Yeah. Right, you can't do that. This isn't some you know, Pacific Island nation. Exactly, which would be cool, by the way. Listen, like if you no, want... I've eaten street food in a lot if, of places yeah, and it's Like, fine. listen, if you don't want to get your home food business permitted and it's because you are anti-permit... I applaud you, and I think you should go run a campaign against the board fight of health. The man, go baby. fight the man, and if you win, I will come buy your food product from you. But until then, follow the damn rules. Yeah. That's all I'm saying, you right, know. Right, right. So, what do you think about Cam Newton? Uh, well, am I gonna have an original take here? I don't know. He's not good. See, I think that's a, so. Now I'll have the original take. I like the dude, and I'm excited for a year or two. I'm right. not gonna lie to you. Well, here's the problem. I think he can only be better. No, his, and, and well, of course. Who's smarter about football, you, me, or Bill Belichick? No, no, no. Here's the problem. Though. Sure. I think this is more. This doesn't say he has faith in Cam Newton. I think this says he has, and this is where I think you're gonna disagree with wholeheartedly. Okay. He. This means he has faith in Josh McDaniels to fix this. That might be true. You know what I mean? Because they regressed terribly. You remember how good they were at the beginning of the year? Yes, I do. And then at the end of the year, like they literally could not score. I know. They, they could not score. No, you know. know what I mean? So like. What about this is going to be different this year? They're going to get better skill players. I, I mean, so they better. Cam I mean, had, I hope. But Cam had trouble with the rush. You know what I mean? Like it's like they they went just from good to so bad last year that you can't go games without scoring touchdowns. No, I know. I mean, I'm not listen. I'm not saying that he did well last year. I'm not even but saying you're that Josh McDaniels hater. And it's like, how is he going to fix this? Like he he was so unoriginal. So at, to be clear though, I'm a, so to be clear though, I'm a Josh McDaniels hater on play calling. Well, I don't I mean, doubt his fucking job. I don't doubt right, but but the 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 giant part of his job that we don't see, I have always kind of accepted that he must be good at. Like at the end of the day, he must be good at developing players right. and and running an offense. Like let's just keep it let's just keep it yeah, real. Matt Castle might still be in the league, actually. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Like and, Ryan and, Hoyer's and by still the way, in the league. let's just keep it all the way real. Josh McDaniels and or his predecessors at on the offensive side of the ball in New England are so good at what they do that. Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback in NFL history, was able to go to a dysfunctional coaching staff. And after they were really dysfunctional for half a season because they were trying their shit, able to implement on his own our shit and go win a Super Bowl. Like at the end of the day, that's one thing that was lost is like how drastically the offense changed in Tampa Bay to essentially Tom Brady's offense. But Tom Brady didn't create that offense. He was part of it, no doubt. Um, so my point is that's not to say that Josh McDaniels or any or Bill Belichick deserve credit for the Tampa Bay Super Bowl. It's just to say that like I trust the Patriots' ability to decide whether or not somebody can can get it done. And to me, what 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 them resigning Cam Newton must tell me is either a they think that Cam Newton could be a decent leader if they find another quarterback above him I, I, and then he can stomach I, it. I, 
No, he's. They didn't sign him to be a, a freaking mentor to a mentor to Trey Lance. No, no, I didn't assume a mentor to a young guy. I meant like, would he compete against? Like, you know who I'd like to see them bring in to compete against Cam? Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I mean, that'd be cool, but no, serious damaged goods, serious damaged goods, and exactly the opposite of Cam. But I think they'd be an interesting competition. Oh God, here we go. Uh, I don't even want to hear it, do I? You, you know who? Eli Manning. I don't no. know. <laughs> no, Alex Smith. Alex Smith, no. I would love to see Alex Smith in here. See, all right, Cam Newton has a much higher ceiling than Alex Smith. Yep. Me. You know what I mean? So, so that's like, exactly what like, I mean. I is... think the Patriots can win, right? But, like, with Cam Newton, everything has to go uh, uh, very, very well, right? To, right. To, but I to think... beat out Buffalo, to be right. where they but I think that's, be. I think that's like... Alex Smith ain't going to get him to the Super Bowl. But I think that's... Probably not, no. Um so what I think what I'm trying to say is that's why I, like, I would like those two juxtaposed against each other because – so the biggest problem that the Patriots had last year was when Cam Newton couldn't do Superman things, and he did a couple times, right? When he couldn't do Superman things, they had no one they could just – they had no Chad Pennington. They had no one they could just be like, say hike, throw the eight yard out, right. let's go quietly down a field. So if you had an Alex Smith on this and, you, and he was who was competing yeah. against Cam – You'd have high ceiling guy and then and and high floor guy. Yeah, but high Alex floor, guy floor is, is not. Yeah, but he's not. Alex Smith is not beating Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City in the playoffs. Hundred percent not. You know what I mean? Like Cam no. might. You know what I mean? Like that's why like, people kept talking about Fitzpatrick. So why don't they just get Fitzpatrick? Like they're not winning a Super Bowl, right? Fitzpatrick. So again, he's, he's not good enough. No. So again, you know, Cam so, could be good enough. The right? Patriots can win, but everything needs to go but, right. So we're saying the same thing. I'm saying that Cam might go beat Kansas City in Kansas City. Alex Smith might win three regular season games for you for no, you know, like that you just yeah, are supposed to win. Him. I mean, unless no. Cam's hurt. So I'm saying either Cam's hurt or if if it's like sort of if it's a, if it's a stumbling situation. So my point is, I would I mean, like he's going to have a very short leash. Yeah, you can't go, you can't start out, you know, one and three, and then be like, oh, Cam, we're going to stick with Cam the whole year. You right. know what I mean? So my point is, I bet you if Alex Smith, if if Alex Smith, not at his best, but if a, if a reasonable facsimile of Alex Smith had been on this team this past year, there would have been stretches where he would have been your starter while Cam worked it out in practice. My point is you would have had a guy that could go throw for 200 yards and win you a game against the Dolphins. Yeah, well, Cam beat the Dolphins. I know he did. <laughs> no, again, listen, Cam Newton is – I do that. look, I want Cam Newton back here for the same reason that – for exactly actually what you're saying, which is that his ceiling is really high. So to me, if, if you're Bill Belichick, you look across the NFL. Well, that's what, that's what it is. Like, so it's like Cam versus who? Right. Okay. So, so like, at this point, Cam is the best option. Right. So exactly. Like you're, but I thought there was supposed to be all this quarterback movement so, this year. Right. That's the it was thing. supposed like, to be. But, but so, I mean, I'm going to say something really crazy. I'd rather have Cam Newton than Matt Stafford. I would. I don't think Matt Stafford uh, wins you a Super Bowl. Yeah. I don't think he wins anybody a Super Bowl. And the truth is, he's going to be I mean, better. The, the percentage chances that he is better than Cam Newton, significantly better than Cam Newton, are really high. Like, almost guaranteed he yeah. will be. But, but Cam Newton is so special when he's on that if everything lined up, like you said, yeah, he, you could go win. So my point the is... The problem is we have so... It's not like he played, like, three games last year. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and I wanted Cam to get a starting job in right, the NFL but, this year. I wanted to see what he right, could but, do. He still has the talent to do it. Sure. But, like, we saw him start 15 games last year. Right. With who, though? With who? Happen. With who? Like, it, it, he needs wide receivers, man. I mean, they... I, but, like, I like they the rushing side. No, but, like, they beat Baltimore, right, at home? Yeah. And then, from then, they were just pitiful. Yeah, but... You know to, what I mean? So, right, it's but, like... But, to your point, though, to your point, they could do, like, those things, things lined up for him. 
And then there were games like forget about the offense even. We no, had the offense job to score points and they, they don't score. Agreed. They did not score. Agreed. But but again, like that's where that's where there are guys, you know, to equate it to basketball. Sometimes you need a like look at uh the Nets, for example, right? Like Kyrie Irving is going off this season and he's crazy and he's fuck filthy. Yeah. And I mean yeah, fuck him. But then there's Harden and then Durant. Now when playoffs come around, their whole offense is gonna look different because there are gonna be times where you just gotta go get one and they got one guy who's guaranteeing you that, and that's Durant and the ball's going through him in those moments. The Patriots just they needed that. They had nobody who, in a pinch, could just go get you X, Y, or Z. Sometimes you just need 10 yards to get this drive going. Yeah. Like, Julian Edelman healthy all year would have been different. Because, like, sometimes you just needed somebody who could go do something. And you had nobody. But, oh, but here, this is my other point, though. Like, how many times did we say the Patriots run into the line on first down? Yeah, or no, Josh McDaniel sucks. And then you know like, I feel that way. You no, know, but, like, third and ten, like, they're running draws and shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, didn't even, they didn't even put the ball on his hands a lot of times. Let me times. ask you this. Is you know there a mean? single wide receiver out there and available? He's better at a, te- a t- 15, 20-yard throw than he is a four-yard throw. Agreed. You know what is, I mean? there, like, is there a single wide receiver out there that's going to be available that you think could really add something here? Uh, no. Like Kenny Galladay? No. I mean, I, I don't think anything's going to – I don't think anybody's going to be that playmaker for them. You know what I mean? Like, I guess Me it's not going to be Nikhil Harry. I know. Oh, they're, oh. they're trading him, right? Well, I mean, the rumor? apparently people want him. But I'm just saying, the, the biggest problem with Cam is when he went back to pass and become a pocket passer, yep. he could not feel the rush. And he never, at the beginning of the year, when they needed it, like against Seattle and all that, he'd go back to pass and then he'd run. That's what he needs to do. Sure. You know what I mean? He needs to feel the rush and run or just get rid of it. You can't just stand there and hold it and be a statue because you're too athletic for that. Right. You know, and, and here's the thing, too. Goal line, huge goal line threat. You need to get down there, though. You can't just fucking, you know, you can't run the wishbone offense the whole game and, and expect to break the 50-yard line. I agree with you on all counts. I just think they need, I mean, that's why I think, like, oh, they need to go find a wide receiver. But I don't know that there's even one available. No, I mean, I think Galladay is the best. Allen Robinson got franchised. Uh, Godwin got franchised. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. This is why, this exact scenario, though, is why I always, always, always wanted Tom Brady to play with the Patriots until he was 50. I don't give, I never cared about him getting old on the Patriots dime. Never. I would have loved to sign him to a three-year, $100 million contract. Who? Tom Brady. Oh, you mean, of course. No, but it's not, of course. I mean, a lot of people wonder, oh, you know, he's getting old, but well, let's move on to the next phase. But you don't have a next phase. There is no next phase. Okay? It's it's Tom Brady winning Super Bowls, and you can't score points. Um, That's true. You and... know? So, like, I, I just don't I, – I don't like being in this position with no, uh, with no quarterback whatsoever. And that's what it is. I mean, them signing Cam means that they – they really didn't have much of a plan. Is that you? Yeah, it will. It's actually po- it's because we're running through my Facebook. Uh, I uh, wasn't, uh, but I was gonna say yeah. You should just look at it there because you can't see that that <laughs> thing anyway. Um, well, I got to get it wrapped up because I do have to go make this catering. Okay, but um, Josh McDaniels though, he's he is the key. That means yeah, which sucks because I don't have a lot of faith in that guy. <laughs> and I used to have all the faith in the world, but they sucked last year. Um, all right, a catering a catering order for us. So everything's still open. Ala Ash is open. Simca is open. Support your local business. Is that the motto of this one? Yeah. Uh, and by the way, not even just my local business. Just support a local business. And uh, and when you do go support a local business, which I think would be dope of you, keep it a local business. Understand, it's not Avi and his family you have to support, um, or you know, or the owner and his family. My point is, 
it's their staff, it's their linen company, it's their, their it's, it's how we keep the utility uh, bills paid. It's like, there's just a whole supply chain that you feed when you feed small businesses. And if you're out there competing against small businesses, that's cool, but that's on you and you gotta own it. Like, you have to own it. Don't say you support us if you're competing against us, yeah. that's all. Don't stop ordering from Amazon, is that the other? I mean, I don't sell anything that Amazon sells, so. I don't even have an Amazon account. Can you believe that? Yeah, Adrian does. I just use hers. But, like, again, like, if you want to use Amazon, use Amazon. Like, I don't care. No, it is funny, I'm not anti-Amazon. Like, yeah, it is funny, though. People, like, want to stay in their house forever. And, like, you think, like, somebody's delivering that package to you. Right. You know I mean? like, <laughs> someone's working in that warehouse. Like, you're not just. Yep, 100%. So, all right, cool. All right. Peace all right. out. Heat in the kitchen. Heat in the kitchen.